Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Hi, I'm Neve Kavanagh. And I'm Garoad Farrelly. And you're listening to Agony Rants. Welcome, welcome listener to the podcast where you're a vision winner and a comedian. Solve your problems. Oh, without any trace of doubt. Heal your life. Gone doubt, as they say, Australia. Everything. Yeah, yeah. Maybe not everything. <laughs> Maybe not everything. There's some things we just can't fix. Like that's uh, Neve at the start of the podcast, puncturing hope no! almost immediately. But you know, I, I'm 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 aware people are You're very litigious. <laughs> I don't want I don't want them to be coming and suing us, saying you said you'd solve everything for me, and here we are. And We're you not absolutely solved. didn't. No, no, I didn't. I'm sorry, if that's their take, Neve. It's all on them. Uh, to be fair, I'm very chill at the moment because I'm on my holidays. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Neve's on her holidays. She's clocked up about 500 miles off her work. <laughs> it's very true. And I've done five concerts and two podcasts, but I'm on my holidays. <laughs> Neve, you work very hard. I do. You I, do. I, 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 love, I love my work. I'm very lucky. Yeah, This is my favourite thing to do. Is it, Neve? Yeah. <laughs> she's smiling when she says that, but I'm not sure if it's a smile or a snarl. No, it's a smile. It's a smile. Well, it's lovely to see you. How's your holiday going? Lovely, lovely, lovely. Lots of lovely windswept walks and just doing... That is my idea of absolute hell. I know, I know, but my joy. I mean, you know, we did discover that on High Road, Low Road when we did that lovely walk together. <laughs> Even your shoes were annoyed. <laughs> swear to God, Neve. That hike. I wonder, I don't know if you... If you it wasn't if you're really not a hike. in Ireland, you probably didn't see that. <laughs> But myself and Eva on a TV show called High Road, Low Road. No. I must actually see if I can find it and be able to put it on YouTube. They're probably silly, but I dare them to. <laughs> okay. Um, I must see if I can find it and put it on YouTube. Yeah, be good. wants to watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, there must be a link somewhere. I can't, somewhere. Ima- can't imagine people are scrambling, Neve. You never can't know. Imagine. You never know. But it's funny, actually. I just remember your shoes falling apart on that walk. Anyway, yeah. I'm having a lovely, lovely time. Do you know why? Because for once I can just go... Oh, and it's been manic the first, you know, five, six months. It's been major busy. Yeah, it's been a busy year. Yeah. And uh, and, and I, I can't complain about that, but but I will. No. <laughs> no but, you, but I mean, you, like, you know, you had the Eurovision in, in Liverpool that you didn't do. I, did, I didn't go. I didn't go to. I, I did it. I was on it. You were. Of course you were on it. Okay. Steve. But we, I didn't have to go me, to Liverpool to do it. We all remember that. Yes. We all remember that Don't moment. bring it up again. Don't bring it up again. But actually, to be fair... You know, it's been really massively busy. So actually having some days up in my happy place, you know, I love Donegal. And, I, you know, just up there 
with nothing else to do except feed myself and lie about like a beached whale if I want. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. And I have my lovely friends up there and we just walk. We do lovely things. It's so nice. It's just, I'm so happy. And my husband is, is joining me this Friday. So then. So then it's ruined. Yeah. That's it. Game no, over. no, no. But it, it, <laughs> we've no, had a good run. You know, it's been nice. But, uh, but actually, it's just nice to be off. Yeah, well, that's the summer's for, isn't it? Apparently, chill out. yeah. Apparently, do you remember you were taking all of July and August off? How, how did that work out for you? It's not good. <laughs> <laughs> we it's say not, it every year, don't we? Oh, we're gonna. Like, oh no, I'm gonna make sure that I'm gonna have like, time off. My plan was for the first time in my life, I'm t- like because I guess you know the tour has been good. Yes. Uh, I thought, well, I'll, I'll take the full two months because I, I can afford to. Like mm. you know, I've I've worked yeah, but, hard and. What has happened is, firstly, my car packed up. Oh. So I'm um, at the moment, I don't know if you ever had this experience, but I am trying to buy a car at oh, the it's, moment. Oh, it's a mess. I hate it. It's so stressful. It is Because very what happens stressful. is, you you make your decision, you know, you drive it, and then you're like, okay, I think that's the one I'll get. And then you go home, and you sleep on it, and you go, that's the one I'm going to buy. I'm actually going to buy it. Okay. And then you go out and sleep, they've sold it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, I- it keeps happening. Yeah, no, that's not also, how I live with it. You see, when I go to go and buy a car, I go buy the car. See, I can't. It's so stressful. And then I, they do this thing as well. Talk to us about a two-year warranty. And it's 600 quid for the warranty. And you're like, I'm paying 600 quid to guarantee that a car that I'm buying for 15 grand is still going to work in two years' time? That's, that's bananas. Wrong. Are you buying a new car? No. Good. No, I'm buying a like a secondhand cash car, I think. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, because you see, inside I'm, you know, I'm essentially, you know, a busy soccer mom. Clearly. <laughs> I want a soccer mom car. All the places you were going, I didn't think that was going yeah. to be it. Yeah, okay, okay. No, look, you know, we have to be practical. We do a lot of mileage in our life, yeah. right? So you need a good, solid car to do it. I. The um, problem for me is generally when I'm buying a car, it's because... The other one has died, so it's usually a very, very small window of time I can do it. I have to go get the car. Oh, yeah. You see, now if I was gigging, like, cause, because like, I finished it early June. Sure. But if I was if I was on the road now, I'd have to have bought one by There's now. There's no pressure. So There's you're no still, pressure. That's you're the still driving your partner's car, checking the mileage. And like, the, the other <laughs> funny thing is, I went in. <laughs> he's going to be so annoyed. He he's going to be so Because annoyed. actually, he's very generous. He's very generous as a person. But I think what at this point. What would you know? I know he's amazing. He's amazing. I love him. And you know what? I will be with him checking the mileage because at this point he is managing his car and you're overdriving the car. Well, you see, here's what was get your own fucking car, Garod. (laughs) You're procrastinating. Get the car. He he was kind of horrified the first time because the first time we went looking at cars, I just I saw one and he was like, "That seems good." And I was like, "Right, I'll buy that." Grant. He was like, "You can't just do that. You can't. You've got it." Like, oh, it's his fault. You're not buying it, is it? So now (laughs) I'm overthinking everything. So like, I went yesterday to test drive one, right? Okay. Um, and I was like, I'm gonna go test drive this. We went like the 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 garage is a good bit away, so I was like, okay, "Okay, drive me down. Was an investment. We looked at it online. Okay. We test driven other ones. And was like, okay, this seems like the car. And then this one, he said, yeah, that looks really good. And then we got to the place and he was like, yeah, the mileage seems a bit high. And I was like, well, do you know what? You, you could have said that to me 45 minutes ago when we were sitting in the apartment. <laughs> what was the mileage sitting on? 170,000 kilometres. Stop it. On what kind of car? Petrol or diesel? A diesel. A diesel. Yeah, still, still a lot for someone who's going to put a fair amount of mileage on. Is it? See, I haven't a clue. Uh, and you're paying 15 grand? I think so, yeah. Holy sh! Is no, that, is that no? Okay, no. 
See, this is the problem. I don't know anything about cars. People were saying, like, what sort of car do you want? It was like a blue one. <laughs> Attention, Agony Rants listeners. I am on tour. Well, I'm not. I'm off tour. But I'll be back on tour from September. It's the next leg of my Glamour Hammer tour. If you've seen the show, no need to come again. It's the same. But if you saw the show and enjoyed it, tell your friends. Send them along. I'll be on tour from September to January. And I'll be doing dates in Cork, Thurles. Um, I have a Vicar Street on 16th of September. Uh, I'll be all around the country in places that I haven't been already. Um, but if you're in Cork, I'll be at the Everyman. And I would love you to come to that. Oh, listen. Cork, what's going on? I, do, you know what, do you know what I can't believe, right? Go on. I can't believe you're discouraging people who have already seen you. Well, I mean, because if, were, if they loved it, why well, would they well, not come back? back? If you want, but you know, you might be funny. I don't, I don't time. like rinsing people. You might be. Yeah, I know. Um, if you would like to get tickets, you can get tickets by going to garoldfairly.com or through the link in my Instagram bio. And if it's on, if you click on that link, if it's there, it has tickets available. Because some of them are sold out. I know. That's because you're amazing. Nothing but love here. <laughs> she looks absolutely <laughs> furious. <laughs> We just found out that you can vote for us in the British Podcast Awards Listener's Choice. So, please, we would love you to vote for us. Yeah. And you can vote for us all summer. And I don't think you can vote more than once, but you can tell all your friends to vote. Yeah. Absolutely. If Just say to your friends, just whatever you want. Yeah. Like, buy your friends drinks for it. Sleep with them if you have to. Wow. But imagine if we did, imagine if we got a nomination. Imagine. For the Listener's Choice Awards. Imagine. Imagine that. In Britain. In Britain. As opposed to. Ireland. Ireland where they shit on us last yes. year <laughs> they're emailing us the whole time oh will you be entering the podcast awards oh yeah because we were slapped in the face we'd like to we'd like another one please <laughs> it's like it's like it's like one of those like open wounds I just have to pick at it every now and then I know, you know every time I think it's healing it's not me <laughs> no so Garot feels very strong so, about this issue <laughs> if <laughs> if it happens in two weeks that we are entered okay. <laughs> for the Irish Podcast Awards. Vote for us. And if we are nominated, we would appreciate your vote. And we yeah. would also appreciate you never, ever reminding us of what we just said. <laughs> we are pausing for a moment to remind you that Agony Rants is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Yes, we are. If you are enjoying the show, we would love it, need it, adore it. Heart it. Yes. If you would become a member of Headstuff Plus. Headstuff Plus is a support platform. It's like Patreon. Mm-hmm. You can show your appreciation for our show by pledging as little as five euro a month. And in return for that, you will get bonus content from all of the shows on the Headstuff Podcast Network. There was a problem with our bonus content. Mm. That is fixed. If you are a bonus subscriber, you will have got a deluge. A deluge. A deluge. A deluge. Of bonus material uh, from the past six months. Mm. And we have our new bonus show. Once we're certain... All the issues have been ironed out. Our new bonus show will be launched. Yeah. Um, we're about to record an episode. episode now. I know. Um, I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah. It's fun. It's a fun bonus show. So get uh, get on Headstuff Plus and join us over there where we're having the real fun. Yeah. And uh, one thing I will say, uh, we have done over 90 shows now on the bat of our own energy and loveliness. You know, so. so the woman paying for diesel I twice know. a month from Belfast. I know, but still. But Absolutely. Every day. If you're enjoying the show, you can buy us a coffee a month. 
Have like, come on, that's not much too much to ask. I know, but it's a lot of coffee if a lot of people do it. <laughs> I don't want to see you on exactly, that amount of caffeine. <laughs> exactly, Neve. Ching, ching. Ching, ching. Ching, ching. Ching, ching, Time ching. to pay for the diesel. <laughs> Give us some. Anyway. Um, Headstuff are running a survey at the moment. It's a marketing survey to find out what you want from oh, podcasts. Yes. Um, to find out what podcasts you like. If you would be so kind... You can take part in that survey mm. and all entrants in the survey will be entered into a competition for a 200 euro all for one voucher. Amazing. You can't say fairer than that. Here is all of the information that I've just told you, but in a fancy ad. Hi there. We are sorry to interrupt your podcast, but we would love to get your thoughts on podcasting in Ireland. Please go to thepodcaststudios.ie forward slash survey and help us fill out the form you will automatically be entered into a draw for a €200 Euro one-for-all gift card. We have a follow-up. We have a follow-up. I love a follow-up. I love this follow-up. We have the follow-up of all follow-ups. I love this follow-up. This is a follow-up yeah. that just comes in, yeah. drops the mic, Leaves. And you know what I love about this? It makes us a legit advice. This is It's banging. legit. This love is it. like Helen. She sent this to me on Instagram. She sent it to you on Instagram. She did. I responded to her. Fantastic. I didn't. <laughs> this is about the, if you remember, about two weeks ago, we had a problem yeah. where uh, a woman was renting yeah, a she, house to her brother. She was basically let him live in it for yeah, a very, very nominal amount of money. Yeah. Uh, and we, I thought we gave good advice. I thought we handled it very well. Yeah, we well. did okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, but Helen has come in and, oh my God. We love Helen. She has zoomed right by us. She mm -hmm. has the advice for this situation, right? Well, so, oh, Helen, she sounds incredible. I yeah. feel like I should get in touch and go, Helen, come here. Here's me accounts. What can you do for me? Oh. Helen says, sorry to bother you on your not real holiday. <laughs> Which is applicable to both of us. Which is applicable, yeah. Just listening to this week's pod where the guy is letting his brother live in his house for nominal rent. Yeah. There are a few personal tax implications of doing this. Oh. One, if not charging market rent, then technically he is giving a gift to his brother. And there can be tax imp implications if this is over the annual tax-free gift amount, which is €3,000. And once it goes over the lifetime sibling allowance, did you know there was such a thing? Thirty-three thousand euro. No. Did you know? No. I mean, there was no need for me to know. No, because there'll never I'm be never a time. Give a <laughs> thirty-three thousand gifting. Yeah, absolutely not. Uh, sorry to get over technical. And then reason number two: if the landlord is overseas, technically his brother should be withholding tax on payments and informing the revenue of this. Oh my god. Your listener could use the negative tax implications or the risk of personal tax review, as in getting an audit, as a reason to, one, charge, charge closer to the market rent, or two, sell the house at market price to the brother. You, Mic drop. Helen, Helen, you are our new favourite person this week. Absolutely outstanding advice. And actually, Fantastic. I love it. I love it. It's one yeah, of my best it's favorite products. It's just like, love it. nothing else is needed. Like, this is what I love. And I, I'm open to criticism 
on our advice. Yeah. Because we're not professionals. No, we're not. So and we're very clear think, about it. If you think there's something better that we could be doing, you send us an email. Now, we're always glad to hear it. When I thanked Helen for this, because I was so, you know, this is right up my strass, as you know. And she says, happy to use tax as a way to avoid an awkward family conversation. <laughs> <laughs> so Helen wins on every level because she has practical, wonderful advice, but also a great sense of humour. Loving her. I mean, Helen, we, we just, love you. We just have a better class of listener. Okay. Uh, Neve, we have a problem. Hey, mm-hmm. I have a problem and I was wondering if yourself and the National Treasure might be able to mull it over for me. Instantly, I'm invested. Absolutely. Myself and my boyfriend have been together for the past seven years. I think we are lifers. Well, I hope we are. Anyway, a couple of weeks ago, my boyfriend came home and said that an opportunity came up for him to go and work in Portland in America. <sighs> His company is multinational and he has been previously offered a role in London, but I didn't really want to leave Ireland, so he turned it down. Wow. Wow. He seemed really excited about the offer, but I just can't see myself going there. It has made it all the more awkward because I was made redundant earlier in the year and I haven't got a new job yet. At the moment, they are saying he would be there for 18 months and we would have to go in September. I do love him very much, but I just don't see myself living anywhere other than Dublin. All of my friends are here and my family. At the same time, we are saving for a house and there would be good money in this job, so we might be able to come home with a decent bit of cash. What do you think? I feel like I'm the party pooper and I don't always want to be raining on his parade. You're going to give out to me, aren't you, Garrod? I am. (laughs) Looking forward to your advice. I'm not sure you are. Uh, Love this podcast. My Mondays wouldn't be the same without it. Greg. 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 Gregory. Listen, Greg, currently the entire nation, well, the Agony Rants nation are all roaring at this thing. What the hell are you thinking? Come on. What the hell are you thinking? Now, listen, fair enough, London. London's not far away and all that. And it's not as exciting as Portland. You don't know that you're not going to have an amazing time in Portland. Absolutely. But I get it. This is not like you have to change your life forever. This is literally 18 months. And also, the thing about this is... Now, and it th- will change your life because you can come home with money. You'll come home with money. But and maybe reskill. There are a few questions that you need to ask. And we'll get to them in a minute. But firstly, I want to say that when I was in Vancouver, I spoke to somebody that lived... In Portland. Okay. And they were talking about how amazing it was. Oh, listen. And that it's the equivalent of somewhere like Chicago. Oh, which is is a very high Irish kind of feel. Yeah. And and, and a big murder rate. (laughs) Very violent, Chicago. Is that what you're saying? (laughs) Possibly, possibly. Don't listen to me. Don't listen to me. But like, there's a couple of questions you have to ask, right? Because number one, what's the visa situation? Yeah, no, what's going to happen is you're not going to be able to work. So, well, you, may, well, you know, sometimes companies will sort out a visa for Yeah, possibly. Partner. So you might have a new opportunities, but maybe it's an opportunity if you've been recently made redundant, maybe it's an opportunity for you to study and do something that you always wanted to do. Well, uh, but also, I mean, like, it's a lot to consider. If, if going to Portland means that you're going to go there and you're not going to work for a year, I think then you have a reason to go, oh, I don't know. Yeah, no, fair enough. And uh, because that's a lot of time to put in. Yeah, it is. So yeah. you either have it's to time be out of your very career. and clearly you're a home bird. And there's nothing wrong with that, right? You know, my eyes are going, Whoa! I'm a home bird. I'm, I'm absolutely I'm like, a home bird. I can but, say as a person, you know, that I'm all over going to Portland for 18 months and I'd be figuring out 20 things I could do in that time. However, I understand 
it's hard to move away from home if you're a homebird, right? I miss Absolutely. my family when I'm I go away. I'm a homebird, but I, as someone that's a homebird, and I don't make apologies for being a homebird, I very much regret not moving out of Ireland in my 20s. I do. It's, it's, I, I don't regret much, but I do think... Are I you sitting moved. opposite me and telling me you regret moving away, not moving away, that would have maybe meant that we would never have done this? Of course we'd have done this, Neve. Okay. This mm-hmm. is in the stars. Mm-hmm. From the time I just knocked on your door and says, Neve there. Yeah, I know. I said, who the hell are you? I know, you're right. I said, I want to meet Neve, the Eurovision winner, and said, leave or I'll call the guards. Yeah. <laughs> it was a beautiful start. No, but it's interesting. You're right. This is an opportunity. This is an opportunity for you, Greg. And I think it'll be phenomenal. However, I understand your reticence, but you're only talking about a set time. 18 months. 18 months isn't forever. The other thing is you can come home. The other thing is. If you're not happy. He had another offer. Yeah. And you said no. And he said. Okay. Okay. So you don't get to do that again. No. Until he's got something. Well, you know, there has to be give and take in this. I understand you know, he can't make you go away. So you might have a choice to make about your relationship. Maybe you can do it long distance if you decide to stay. But, but I definitely don't think you should stop him from going if he's excited by it. Yeah, because because he's given up an opportunity already. Yeah. So, and there has to be give and take. There has to be a point then where you say... Yeah, it can't be all about what you need. And, and it's gone from London to Portland. Yeah, hello. The next one could be Australia. Yeah. Or maybe he'll never get... At some point you have to hedge your bets here. The other thing I'm going to say to you is what if he says no to make you feel happier and no more opportunities come for him and he gets unhappy by that? That's really sad. Yeah, you don't want to introduce resentment into your relationship. No, so there has to be some consideration. Maybe there's a way that you can make it work in the sense that he goes away and that you visit. And you ride... Stop. Rings around you when he's gone. Stop. All his friends, ride all his friends. The road. (laughs) Road. Because if he leaves you, that's the other side of it. If he, you know, <laughs> if he goes away and he's, don't give me that look. Garode, <laughs> stop that now. That's not All the way I'm it saying, works. Greg, is if he leaves you to go to Portland, you self-soothe. And listen, self-soothe, <laughs> self-soothe. That's a new definition. Like a cat that's licking themselves. That's a definition, isn't it? Of you know. <laughs> so everybody writes in about affairs now. They'd be self-soothing. I'm self-soothing. I'm self-soothing. I'm self-soothing after a bad oh my relationship. God. <laughs> no. <laughs> I actually just to clarify, I'm not giving you a license to ride all his friends, no. Greg. Okay. But what it I am saying is a little is, bit like that. I'm not gonna lie. Saying <laughs> is that in a relationship there has to be give and take. Yeah. And he's given. He's given a couple of times now. No, he has. I, listen, this is this is more than I want to stay home. I understand you don't have to go away in order for this to work. You can st- you can encourage him to go and figure out a way that maybe you go for some of the time or whatever. It doesn't have to be all or nothing. But this is only eighteen months. It's not the rest of your life. The only thing the only thing you run the risk of, right, of him going and you staying is you run the risk of him going somewhere, having very exciting new experiences, you sitting at home waiting for him, and him deciding at some point, you know what, I'm going to stay. I get it, but... And he, he's in an excite. He's having loads of excitement going on. Yeah. And that ex- excitement doesn't include you. Yeah. And what you don't want is at some point for him to choose the excitement over you. 
Well, yeah, if you're lifers, he's, you think you're lifers and if he feels the same way, that's wonderful. I mean, I think he's more than proved that he is invested in you. Absolutely. If he's already turned down a very good opportunity. But you you have to think beyond yourself a little bit here, Greg. But I do understand the one thing you will need to do is if you do decide to go, you need to make that work for you also. I completely yes. agree with you, Grode. It's Don't go just to hang about while he lives his life either. You know, because he might have to if they get you a visa. I think that's really worth talking mm. to him to talk to his job. Can they get you a visa as well? Yeah. Or maybe you have to get married. Maybe you have to like, and I don't mean have a big wedding. I just mean like sign a form, we're married, and then you get on his visa. Yeah. But, but sometimes I think, I think you don't have to be married to be on somebody else's visa. Probably not in this day and age, so. yeah, no. But, but I think that's important because I, I don't think it should be a situation that you go there. To uh, do nothing. To do nothing. Having, you know, you're, you're already looking for a job at the moment. But do you know what does look great in a CV in Ireland? Somebody that has travelled and somebody mm. that has worked elsewhere. Oh, they it's love like that. It's like that thing when, you know, like when, you know, an Irish actor or A or prophet so-and-so. abroad. Yeah, they go and live, they mm. go and live in LA. They might have been working in a gar- garage for all yeah. you know. But for all they, they come know. back and it's like, oh, back from Los Angeles. Ooh, give him that job. Yeah, but like. Uh, to be fair, that was far more successful pre-social pre- media. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you used to be able to say, I'm touring Australia. <laughs> And nobody could prove it otherwise. <laughs> and you could have been down the road hiding out because you had no work. Yeah, exactly. You know, there is an element to that. But, you know, the truth is, broadening your horizons might work. If you really care about this person, you must be encouraging them to take the opportunities if they want it. But you're within your rights to want something to work for you also. And more importantly, that you actually think, both of you think it through that it is an opportunity that's going to work. If you could come home and buy a house, if somebody said to me, you're going to go away, have no experiences for 18 months and probably have a good opportunity to buy a house when you come back. Holy God. It's. I think that's great. And Yeah, but I understand. Is, you're going to miss your family. Yeah, of but course you, you're going to miss your family. You're not going to be able never to come home again. You can come home in that time. And I think... Think of two things, right? Mm-hmm. Number one, if he says he's going, yeah, and you're decide you're not going, yeah, when he leaves, how are you going to feel? Yeah, and I think that there's going to be a bit of regret in that. There will be regret, and it might be the defining moment for your relationship. You don't know. Yeah, uh, and I, I mean, would say if you do go because you're a homebird, before you go, I would say plan an exit strategy. <laughs> That's what I meant. No, Dave. plan trips to no, come home. No, plan, plan, plan a trip to come home. Plan people visiting you. Zoom often. Yeah. That time of flight. 18 Every months Saturday is not I'm as long as you think. Yeah. The family or whatever. But just put those little structures in place so that you have the support you need from the people at home. It, because like when people move. It's tough. They, yeah, they're going to need you. They're, they're, you're going to need to. Keep connected. Keep connected yeah. if you're. If you're that much of a homebody. I know, it's really tough. And and then, you know, listen to Agni Rants every week, you know, subscribe to us and then, you you know, you'll feel supported Absolutely. while you're there. No, but seriously, I Greg, I think it's, I understand, right? Not everybody needs to be living out in the, you know, in the mad adventures of the world. Some people just like to be at home doing yeah. their own thing. And there's actually nothing wrong with that whatsoever. You know, the truth is, though, if you're invested in this relationship, there has to be give and take. So he's asking you to do something for 18 months. As long as he is where he is, what's the worst case scenario? You come home. Well, the thing you about it is... You can always come home. If one person in a relationship is more adventurous than the other, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't look at me like that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, like, that does have to be accommodated. Yeah, and actually, 
in most relationships, that is true. Everybody, yeah. there's always one who wants to do a little bit more than the other. And in a weird way, we're drawn to that person who makes us move a bit further out. Yeah, exactly. Or Part of the reason you're attracted to him is he is a bit of an adventurous spirit. But the other side of it is he needs somebody who maybe keeps him more grounded. So between the two of you, you probably create a good thing. You know, in a weird way, if you're too adventurous, you need somebody who grounds you. And you know, but, uh, you know, the, the thing is, both of you have to get something from this. And I also know mm. of a number of situations where yeah. somebody in a couple that has moved away that didn't want to go. Ends up in the one staying. the one that wants to stay. Yeah. So, um, I mean, it may not be what you think it's going to be. I, you're making decisions. Maybe go and visit. If it's not till September, can you go to Portland beforehand? You can certainly do it online, can't you? <laughs> That's a great, that's actually a great idea. You know, go and have a look and see if it takes your fancy, you know. And also, the other thing is maybe look at organisations that you could get to know people because I think that's, you could be quite isolated. But God knows Ireland has completely colonised America so I'd be amazed. And they love, oh my gosh, the Americans love Irish people over Imagine there. Greg, you'd have a lovely God, time. you'll have a great time, Greg. And also, like, to go there Don't forget with us. a bit of expectation and a bit of hope. I mean, you're, yeah. you're you're in a situation now where you've been made redundant. You're, you're, you know, you're sniffing around for jobs. Like, a job will come. Yes, it, it will. It absolutely will. Yeah. But, why not, why not? Maybe, maybe it's, way, it's fate's way of telling you, you know, this is the time. This is the thing to do. And the other thing about it is, at some point, if this keeps coming up for your partner, yeah, at some point, it will become a problem. You're going to have to do it. Yeah. Even if it's just for six months, but you sometimes you're going to have to give something. And yeah. that would mean, and it would be so much harder to do that if you have to quit a job. Yeah. I mean, you're in a perfect opportunity now to go and have a new experience. If you don't like it after a couple of months and you, you and your partner, you can come home. You don't yeah, have to leave stay him. there. Leave No, him. stop it now. Stop it now. No, if he's having a bad time. You don't have to leave him. Head. You can say, look, Game this over. is not working for me. I'm going to come home. You know, that doesn't mean it's the end of the relationship. Take the kids to your mask. Garode. <laughs> but Greg, we want to know. Yeah, let us know how we get on. But I, I think this is just, come on, Greg. I think, and to be honest, Greg, if you've if you've been made redundant recently, and you say you're homebody and all that, but you'll be feeling a little bit demoralised by that. You know, because even the most positive person in the world would be slightly demoralised that things aren't going the way they wanted at the time. Mm. See, do you know what you need to do, Greg? Mm. If, he, if, he, if he's going to be the earner in the relationship... Oh. Then you're the trophy wife. Uh, so you definitely you need to go. just remember that. So you just need to keep him sweet, right? Yeah. And then what you want is to never work again. Because the people, as You'll we all know, the people that hard work again. The people that work for a living are absolute suckers, right? <laughs> gobshites. That's what we all are. Anyone that works for a living is a gobshite because they're people that. I was going to say, we work hard for our Just forgot to marry money. I know. I just, I, every so often I just look at my life and go, how did I forget to marry money? I know, I know. Paula and I often joke about it all the time. You know, we say when we met, we thought, both of us thought the other person had money. We were, <laughs> didn't work out the That's way we the planned. the saddest thing in the world. <laughs> but fortunately, we liked each other enough to stay. 25 years later, we're still gone. Oh, <laughs> I know. That's adorable. And, and really, Imagine yeah. how much better it would have been if one of us loaded. <laughs> I know. I do sometimes think about that with my bar- my boyfriend. I always I, yeah. I'd say like, imagine one of us was loaded. How much? How much? More, what how would much you change? We'd be everything. <laughs> what do you mean? What would I change? What would you change, girl? I'm living in a flat with a cat. <laughs> 
who you adore. Adore. I absolutely adore. <laughs> if Boots is listening to that, you may be very but, careful. This little bag will be packed. Don't get me wrong. You're a bag will be packed. I absolutely adore. But when she's scratching on the door at four o'clock in the morning because she's shit on the floor in the bathroom. Okay, you'd have people for that. I would have people for that. Okay. And I would also have <laughs> an apartment where the bathroom wasn't so close to the bedroom. If she was on the other side of a marble hall, I wouldn't give a damn what she shit on. <laughs> what would I change? Neve. Okay. Everything. Everything. Absolutely everything. Do you know how much my do you know how much the tiles on the floor of my kitchen cost? How much? 85 euro. Wow. 85 euro. And they are so ugly. They are so <laughs> ugly that if I drop a treat down for the cat, she can't actually see it. <laughs> <laughs> she has to press the side of her face. To the ground <laughs> so she can see the tree. What would I change? Oh my gosh, Neve. so much. What would I not change? <laughs> Neve, we have another problem. Oh <laughs> so many more. But this particular one is somebody who rolled in with, right? <laughs> okay, I'm going to read this one because you need to calm down a little bit. So, dear Neve and Garode, I'm a newbie. I just started listening a few weeks ago because one of my friends is absolutely obsessed and I'm loving it. And we're loving the fact that the friend recommended it. We, listen, a friend that recommends Agony Rants, that's a decent person. That's it, you know. Even though I'm a newbie, I have a problem and I was wondering if you could help. I've been seeing my current boyfriend for the past seven months and it's all going really well. So we don't live together yet, but we've talked about it and I don't want to jinx anything, but I think he could be the one. We are aligned in every way. Oh, bless. And he really makes me happy. However, there is something of a red flag that I would love to get your input on. (laughs) (laughs) Aligned in every way. Aligned in every way, way, but there's a red flag. Massive red flag. Okay. I have a big circle of friends and I love them all. We're tight and we see each other a lot. And my friends are a big part of my life. That's nice. Uh, Before I go on, I want to state very clearly at no point has my boyfriend suggested I see less of my friends or even commented about being jealous of the time I spend with them. He really enjoys their company. And this is actually the problem. Uh oh. Since I've been with him, I rarely get to do anything on my own. He wants in on everything. He doesn't even notice when if the girl's partners are not there. He just mucks in. I miss my chats without him. Some of the girls have even commented that they never see me without him. I do think this problem runs slightly deeper. My boyfriend doesn't seem to have many friends and I don't know what he did before he met me as he doesn't seem to do anything that doesn't involve me. I want to have this out, but I really don't want to upset him. He's a lovely guy and I'm mad about him, but I do need my friend time too. Love to know your thoughts. Not to give you, I'm not giving you my real name as I know you struggle Garode. You can call me Lisa. How dare you, Lisa? Now she's right. She's right. She's right. Lisa, well done. Okay. <sighs> I have a red flag. Yeah. He's hanging what? out with all your mates. He's gay. <laughs> and he might be. To be fair. <laughs> however, however, I'm going to say this. The red flag for me in this whole conversation is that you feel you can't talk to him about it. Yeah, that's You know, that's my, my pet hate, one of my pet hates. If you are getting on so well, you need to be able to talk to someone. Uh, yes, completely. But. I understand what you don't want to hurt him, but there yeah. are ways to say this without actually hurting him. But the reality is if you are as tight as a couple, you know, he should understand that you can't be together all the time. That's n- I can't be having it. I, I want to know how hot he is. Because if he's really hot, 
you have a massive problem. Which is? If he's a bit of a munter and he's punching above his weight, you're grand. Like, if he's just a bit clingy, that's okay. Because we can deal with clingy. Right? <laughs> but if he's an absolute sociopath. As in? As in, really hot. Everybody loves him. So doesn't anyone have a sight? Because he thinks that everybody is an, is as sexually in demand as he is. Wow. You right? went to a whole place I wasn't expecting to go. No, but like if... like if somebody, No, I get if what somebody, you're saying. If somebody's a bit nuts, like if somebody's a bit crazy and they're mm. a little bit like stranglehold on everything around them, that's a problem. No, this but is... But if, if he's just a bit clingy... Yeah, maybe he just enjoys... Maybe he... How many relationships has he been in before? Maybe he doesn't understand that you don't do everything together. Maybe in the early stages of this relationship, because you two were getting on so well, that you wanted to do everything together. You know, yeah. and I would imagine that he didn't just arrive at all your friends. I think you might have included him initially anyway. Yeah. You know, the thing is, you have to be very clear here. We set down parameters when we start dating and it kind of eases into it. But actually, you know, it depends on what you wanted. See, do you know what the sad thing is as well? Mm -hmm. Straight men are not that good at maintaining friendships. No, they're not. And I don't know that they don't recognise that they need it. I know. You know, they need their own friendships. They need their own things. Now, they don't always have to have a huge friend group, but they need to be recognising the other step. Now, my husband and I have a really brilliant kind of balance in that regard. (laughs) (laughs) I would not want the effort of that. You're joking. (laughs) No, the thing is, I feel very strongly that being independent and having, it gives you more to be coming together about. So in other words, you have to miss someone to really want to be with them. Exactly. Yeah. So you, the, the approach you could make here, Lisa, is very simple. You can say, how much more exciting is our time together when we have time apart? Yeah. You know. And the sad thing in this is that he has started to have a good time. Mm. Because he's gone out with your friends. Yeah. But the sad thing is that if you say, I want to go out with my friends on my own, the time apart, you're having a good time, but he's at home playing his PlayStation. And I think you're right. I think that he, his life is a little bit small. I think that girls are really good at being maintaining friendships yeah. and like also girls will chat about everything. Yeah, they do. Like they bring everything to the table. Whether you like it, it or not. It all gets discussed. Like they solve world problems. I know. Over a brunch. A lot of oversharing. Yeah, exactly. And But it gets stuff out and that's where they're better at processing stuff. And I think that he has had a glimpse into that world and I think that He'd like it. I, I think he would like it. And I think that you see this and you feel that by asking for time without him, it's you're you're putting up a wall and you're excluding him. Yeah. Which it's not to true. To be blunt. You are. You are. But you're entitled to. But you are entitled to, exactly. Because it's not so much these are my friends, right? But the thing is, women time is is important. It is. It, for yeah. women, it's very important. I can't tell you how important it is. Women friends do lots of things together that just they need for their mental well being. They do. Yeah, exactly. They need it because we need to talk about stuff and we like to talk about stuff. But even apart from anything else, it's just the dynamic is different than in a relationship or with men. Yeah. And also the other thing is... Because I spend a lot of time around women and men, you know, and, and, yeah. and varieties of communities. And I have to say, you need those spaces in your varieties life. Varieties of communities. Yeah, you know, as in sometimes... She always has a different way to say gays. I know. No. 
Am I a variety of community? No, you're my very lovely boy. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know where we were going with this. No, but I'm saying is women are very good at that. You're right. Women are. Men are less so. He needs to find his own rhythm on things. Ask him what he used to do before. I mean, maybe surely there was a conversation about who you were before you were here. Yeah, you, know. you see, because what's, what's happening with this is, right, this is, you're seven months in, and this is a niggle. Mm. Oh, this is going to be big. In another two months, it's you're going to be big. smothered. Yeah, very smothered. So you so you need to you need to get on this. For the sake of your relationship. Yeah, and it doesn't mean that he never comes out with you and the girls again. No, no, definitely it not. It just means... There's moments. Yeah, but but it's also, are the other partners going to be there? Because if the other partners are there... They all, the lads can talk together, you know, they can all grunt at each other and you, the girls, can solve world problems then the other end of the table. So my question is that when you do go out with the other partners, does he mix with the partners or the women? Because <laughs> that's, that's a something question. to monitor. <laughs> yeah, there's two, there's two avenues of uh, possibilities there. Yeah. It's, it's, it could a, be a confidence issue too. Yes. Let's let's not go straight down the road. It could be a confidence it issue. It could be a confidence yeah. issue. It, and, and you know, it's wonderful that he gets on with your friends because that's really important. You know, it I is. I tell you, I would take what you have. Oh, yeah. Any day over a situation where you're... Getting grief. Your partner doesn't get, get on with your friends because yeah. that's an absolute nightmare. Yeah, that's a total so mare. You've, you've done a real, like, you're, you're in a good position. And you've got, you've got a good thing going on there, and you're mad about but it, which is really... But you need to be firm. Yeah, you do. Because it's not just even about being with your friends. It's about the fact that somebody shouldn't be in every aspect of your life. That's not a thing. Yeah. And also, it's worth reminding them, if you don't have friends, you know, making friends is a project. You know, if you don't have friends, he should make friends. Yes. There's nothing lovelier than somebody saying to you, you need to make a project to actually make friends. But... (laughs) Maybe I I I would word that differently. I would word that differently. It can be hard to hear. But I'd rather somebody yeah. said it to me than didn't. But, you know, the thing is, if you if the two of you are getting on really well and you spend all this time together, the thing about it is you should be able to have any conversation. You should not be di- dancing around. You don't want to hurt someone. But if you if you spend a lot of time together, you must know each other well. And at this point, the two of you should be able to have that conversation. I just, yeah. I find it really difficult that people, I mean, don't get me wrong, sometimes they're hard conversations, but... If you love someone and they apparently love you and you can't have a conversation with them about something that's important, you know, it's, yeah, it's not good. It's not good. It's it's a fixer. Now, you're still early doors. I know seven months is a long time, but it's still early doors for you. You need to be resolving the fact that you're not able to bring up something in a conversation. It has to happen. It does. It's not a nice thing. It's not easy. To have to sit down and I, I guess exclude somebody but you don't have to be cold about it but it's not about excluding no but what you're saying is I'm I'm going for brunch on Sunday it's just the girls yeah but that's that's okay it's hard to do if somebody is in the oh we're going for brunch yeah no I know not you but it's okay that she says that oh it is okay I always think in a relationship if you feel like your wings are clipped oh and this goes back to Greg as well yeah if you feel like your wings are clipped in a relationship yeah you that's the bit where you're like, that's when the eyes yeah. dart darting towards the door. Oh yeah, without a doubt. Yeah. So let us know how you get on. Lisa. Lisa. But it's tough love, home truths. We're in support of you. You're you're completely right. This is not, it's not really a red flag. No, it's not a red flag. She's saying it's a red flag, but I, I, I don't think, I don't think it is. I don't, I'm not feeling controlling behaviour here. No, I mean, if there's any sort of 
uh, if any of that starts. Yeah, you're on. You know, yeah. he, he's open. Goodbye and good luck. If when you have this conversation with him, if his reaction is anger, I don't want you going out without me. Yeah, that's a red flag. Goodbye, good luck. I'm packing that's my bag. That's a big red flag. If the reaction is he's just a bit sad. Yeah, that's okay. That's hard. But it may be a good thing because he's kind of saying, gosh, I don't have that many friends. She's having a great time. Maybe I should get friends. Okay, so, but here's the thing. I'm going to ask the question now. How often is this happening? Because if you're out on the jollies with your mates on a regular basis, you need to be looking at what you're choosing to. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and and, and I'm not saying that this is happening, Lisa. This might be only a random thing, but if you're always going out with your mates, um, maybe that's the way he's getting to see you. How often are you and him just going out? How often? Oh, that's a good point. you got to look at that a little bit, maybe the balance on that and stuff, and see why he feels he needs to be going with you all the time. Just a thought. It might and, not be and anything. That's something that will come out in a conversation. Yeah, and, and so you should be able to have that conversation. It do, and the main thing is to do it when you're not angry. So don't wait till you're coming home from a situation and you're resenting on it. What to do is get drunk. Oh my God. (laughs) Get drunk. Don't do this. And start by screaming at him. (laughs) I mean, part of me wants to see this, but (laughs) but don't do that. You know, Lisa's way too sensible for that. I never get to see anyone without you. (laughs) No, I know. But seriously. You know, it's next level stuff now. You're not dating. No, this is like a relationship. It's time to. Start, you know, the relationship maintenance. I know, put on the big girl plants and have that conversation. God, let's talk about our relationship. Jeez. Do you have those conversations still? Absolutely never. Never. <laughs> <laughs> you just tell him. 12 years. I mean, we moved in together, and the reason I found out was I was like, Where do you live? And he said, Here. Like, <laughs> okay. Clearly, we've taken a step I wasn't aware of. <laughs> well, clearly, you weren't against it because you didn't fight it. He's the best in the world. I know he is. I love him with all my heart. Mm. But if he was murdered, (laughs) I should be chief suspect. Oh, oh. (laughs) I didn't know where you were going with that one. (laughs) Do you think we've helped? When do we not? Oh. Absolutely. I, I can't think of a single time. It's been incredible to talk to you. It's been wonderful to talk to you, my love. Always. Um, Always enjoy. At gmail.com if you want to get in touch. We want your suggestions. We want your problems. We want your stories. We want your follow-ups. Yeah. Um, send Stop sending it to the Instagram to him because I feel very unloved. I keep sending it to... I keep losing them. Anyway. Yeah. What I'm going to do is, as they come in, I'm just going to... Forward them. Copy them and forward them to the email account. Okay. As opposed to two o'clock in the morning the night before record. Going, oh my God, I know we got some. I can't find them. <laughs> Anyway. Um, organized garage. Um, it's been lovely to chat to you and we'll chat to you next week. We will. Bye. Bye. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com. 